0: I'm a covenant man, I'm a covenant man, living in the riches of my Lord and King, I'm a covenant man, I'm a covenant man, committed to Him in everything I do believe. Hello everybody, this is David Weeder and this is my son Ryan Weeder and we're coming at you today on the broadcast, Glory to God. We're going to do something a little bit different today, we're going to do this as an interview because a lot of people on the YouTube channel, on the Facebook page, are interested in Ryan's recent trip to Belize, which was his first international ministry trip. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was associated with Karis Bible College. Yep. And uh, as uh, some of you donated and and sowed seed into this trip, and so we're going to kind of give you a a report on how Mm -hmm. everything went. Mm -hmm. But first of all, I want you to go with me to Mark chapter 16, And verse 15. And he said, Jesus said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils, They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Go ye into all the world. We're pretty big on that around this family. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Those of you who are friends and partners with David Weeder Ministries, you're well aware of the fact that uh, I travel extensively with kenneth copeland ministries and we go all over the world all the time uh the kids growing up used to go uh to lynn and say where's dad again on this trip (laughs) yeah Yeah. gone all the time well bless god i'm my beloved son and whom i'm well pleased just got back from his first international trip so let's talk about it a little bit you went to belize
1: i did i did uh went to belize um the, the the customs officials were a lot less strict than i was expecting i was <laughs> i was expecting like full military gear like 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 the hats and everything and you know i was just i was kind of picturing worst case scenario but um it was it wasn't that bad there was like who are you like ryan what are you here for here with my group
0: so all that went pretty Stand, smooth yeah everything went well
1: yeah. um It it all went well, except uh, two or three members of our group got stuck in the slow line, so it took them like an extra hour longer than the rest of us to get through.
0: You always have to build in lots of time when international travel. Oh yeah, oh yeah. (laughs) Well, let's talk. I I had several people ask me while you were gone. So, Mm -hmm. so is Ryan down there? Is he building like orphanages? Is he building houses? Uh, You know, what's he doing down there? Uh, No, we didn't do any
1: building, (laughs) thankfully. I was, I was already sweating a lot as is, um, but no, we weren't, we weren't doing any building. Um, we did, uh, we went to an orphanage and a preschool um, and did some skits. Um, we did some skits for the kids and kind of, uh, at, at the preschool, we did a little puppet show. Um, we did, we also, we did go, um, the most ministry intensive thing we did was we went to a youth hostel um and a cadet school. Um, oh, cool. So the youth hostel is kind of like for troubled youth. It's kind of like their last step before what we would call juvie. Um, so they've already been arrested. They already have like a, a criminal record to them, but they're given one last chance before they're straight up sent to juvie. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cadet school is for the good kids, but it's military school. Gotcha. So the so the the good kids. They get sent, to, uh, they they volunteer or the parents send them to this to cadet school to start working towards the military. It's kind of like a, our ROTC, um, but they're right across the street for, from each other. So we all we we did uh, both of them in one meeting. Then we did some skits and we sang a little song and all that. And it's kind of the way you, you expect it. The cadet the cadet kids were sitting upright and they were listening and they were very attentive. And the hostel kids were kind of like these some white Americans <laughs> coming here doing these little skits for us. It, it, you kind of got that feeling from them. But it, um, on top of that, we also went We went to churches, and we, we preached little sermons, gave our testimonies, things like that. And uh, my favorite thing personally was, uh, well, one of them at least, we went to a radio show.
0: You were telling me about that. Yep, yeah. We,
1: yeah, we went to a radio show, and, um, and so they, they split us up about six in each group, and we would go in, and there was only one microphone. And since it's radio... You got to be talking all the time. Right. So one person would be talking, and we'd be looking around while talking. We'd be telling our testimony while looking, trying to figure out who's going to go next. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and, Try to make it smooth. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, and there were some there were some awkward moments, but it was it was lots of fun because we, you, you know it was a lot easier to at, at, at the point where I was in that mission trip at that time to really speak a little more fluidly about. What was on my heart and things like that, without having to look everybody right in the face, and I got more comfortable as time went on. But
0: as I, you can tell, he doesn't look at the camera a whole lot. He's, you know. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> well, you know, I'm thinking this kind of like an interview, so I'm, exactly. I'm speaking to exactly. my. Exactly. You know what I liked interview.
0: about that? If if I rem- if I recall correctly about the the inter- radio interview, mm-hmm. you said that everybody kind of sat around and gave their testimonies like they were supposed to. Mm-hmm. But then that went a lot faster than what everybody was expecting, and you had a lot of time left. Yeah. And so Ryan was just led to start sharing about uh, and asking the other team members, what's the love of God done in your life? What's the love of God done? And they ended up ministering among each other, Mm -hmm. which went out over the airwaves. And this was a national radio program.
1: Was
0: that right? Yep. So a national radio program, just sharing about what the love of God has done in their lives and how it's impacted them. Now before we go any further, I want to point out something in that, in that scripture in, in Mark chapter 16 because I want to address something. A lot of people ask me, so is he building orphanages for people? Is he building houses for people? I, I want to point out a, a, that um, you know what you have to be to be scriptural? Scripture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty basic. But you have to be, in order to function scripturally, you have to have scripture. And, I want to point out something here. In Mark 16, 15, Jesus said unto them, Go into all of the world and build houses and orphanages. Nope. That's not what he said. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Now, I'm not saying there's a thing in the world wrong. With building orphanages, building houses for people, things like that. Those are good things. Those are good things. But it's not what the Word says. The Word says to preach the gospel. Well, why would that be? It doesn't seem, it seems like it would be better to build houses. Because if you preach the gospel to people and they grab a hold of the truth of the Word of God, then they can use the truth of the Word to get the houses, Mm -hmm. to build the orphanages. Yep. To care for the orphans, you can, it goes back to the old, you know, the worldly expression. Mm -hmm. You can give a man a fish and
1: and feed him for
0: a day, or you can teach a man to fish and he'll eat from now on. Mm -hmm. The Word of God is what will supply their needs long after you're gone. Mm -hmm. So building orphanages and everything, it's all fine and good, but you've got to preach the Word. Mm -hmm. And that sounds like what y'all's primary mission yeah,
1: was. Yeah, it was. Um it, Yeah, it, it really was. Like I said, we didn't build any orphanages or homes or anything, but everywhere we went, we made sure to get across a message um from the preschool to the hostel to the churches that we went to mm-hmm. and everywhere in between. Um we ministered to people, we prayed for them. Um, we really we really did our best to let them know that Jesus loves you and that he wants you well. He wants mm-hmm. you prosperous. Um, and, and in fact, there was a there was a gentleman that we ended up talking to uh, when we were going door to door that commented on that, saying that people around there needed the word of God, but there were so many of them that had been so stuck with a religious mindset, being raised in the traditions and stuff, not really having that personal relationship. That they just thought of all all of Christianity as the same as that religious mindset, mm-hmm. and so that. Um, once I heard that I kind of tried to I kind of tried to to focus more on the personal relationship with with Jesus and less about the you need to go to church every Sunday, you need to do this, you need to do that. Just Absolutely. focusing more on the And um, the thing that
0: you can do as a follow-up, I mean, you sowed the seed of the word. Mm-hmm. Then you can water it after you're back here. Mhm by releasing your faith, you know the scripture says his word will not return void. Yep. You mix your faith with that scripture and man, set your faith for those people. Yeah. So tell me, um let's 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 talk fun stuff here. What was your biggest challenge that you encountered on the trip? Uh praying with people one on one. Okay.
1: Praying with people one on one cuz even when I um when I did end up getting in front of a church and and speaking, um, that wasn't that wasn't as rough for me because right. and there's still there's still that level of separation there. You can you
0: um, well if, you've done you've been doing practicing practice sessions at school. Yes, we yeah on, we had been doing practice in sessions people.
1: in school with, with with small groups and stuff, and so you know you I, I'm a little more used to it, and um, and there really does seem to be still a little more of a disconnect there than praying for people one on one because when you walk up to someone and say excuse me can I pray for you and you're right there you're right here with somebody and they say yeah i need prayer for this it's it's real you're right there and you're yep. praying for them in the moment and that Front was lines. that was um that was harder for me cuz i i i had never really done that before um i i um, before this mission trip i only led like two people to the lord one of them being my sister that i can remember at least um and you know just like things like that I just hadn't had a whole lot of experience praying with people one on one. And so that was definitely a step of faith. Um but the the thing that the thing that really changed that we went to um an old people's home. I don't I don't know the actual retirement home. We went to a retirement home. And uh, as we were as we were walking into the retirement home, everybody just spread out and every it was almost like everybody picked like one one person that they were going to talk to and pray to. And, um, and I was looking around and they, they all like knew what was up and I was not. I was trying to, I was at this point in the mission trip, I was still kind of trying to stay in the background, (laughs) stay in a corner. So I kind of like wander over by the TV, the news was on and it threw me off because it said CNN, but it did not look like CNN (laughs) because it's Central American CNN, which is different. Um, So I saw that for a little bit, and then I walked over to another corner because I figured if you stay in one corner too long, somebody's bound to hone in on you. So I was trying to move around. You know, he can't catch you if you keep moving. Um, And eventually I ended up getting uh, blocked in um, by some of my other teammates. So I was, in fact, stuck in a corner for longer than I was hoping for. And um, uh, a, a little old man wheeled in on his wheelchair and just sat over like he, sat, he was sitting over in a corner Just kind of watching everything But he was right next to me And I'm looking at him And I'm looking at everybody else And I know that if somebody looks over And sees me just standing there Like two feet away from this other guy And not doing anything I'm going to hear about it So I just sit down next to him And I go, hi he, he does the same thing He just kind of looks over, hi And we just sit there for a little bit And I just start small talk And, and we, ju- we just start talking Um and I figured that I wasn't going to end up praying for him. But, you know, you know, you can talk with him, maybe brighten his day up a little bit. And as we as we kept talking, um, I noticed his hand was, was almost folded backwards on itself. Not quite that drastic, but you can tell that it was bent away. It was not supposed to be bent. Um, and, I, and I had asked him what happened, and he used to be a street vendor. And uh, one day he, uh, he passed out, fell on the ground, and he said when he woke up, he thought he had been run over by a car because his leg was broken and his hand was broken. Um, So they got into a hospital, and they said um, when they got him there, they were saying that it was already healing up, and that they were gonna have to re-break the bones so that they could heal correctly and they would heal straight. And he said, "No, they've already been broken before. Just leave them. However they regrow is how they regrow." And he had been in that the home ever since. Um, and at, first of all, that that really that's is very blunt the way he was saying everything, and it caught me off guard. But I, I knew that I had to pray for him. I didn't have another option. I, ca- I can't just be like, well, that stinks. See ya. <laughs> it's just, it's, you can't do that, especially when you're with a mission team. And so I asked if I could pray for him. He said, absolutely, absolutely. And I prayed for him, and he said, thank you. And he told me that he was a Christian. And I had noticed on the back of his wheelchair, it said, like, Jesus is Lord, something like that. And we talked about that a little while Um and that that really opened my heart that really that really got thing the got the ball rolling cuz it was just like I said it really touched my heart and that I was I was really kind of forced into it. I knew it was God. He was like, "No, you're going to help somebody on this trip." And and it, it did and it So just, you're
0: going to, you going you said so let me get this straight there. You went down there not wanting to help anybody. That's
1: correct. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go down. I wanted to go to this mission trip and just blend in. I didn't want to. Dra- I didn't want to draw any attention to myself. I didn't want to do nothing. I wanted to sit in a corner, help out where I could help out, just clean up, clean up some tables, maybe. That's it. I wanted to get in, get out, cause no problems, draw no attention. That's it. Uh huh. But it worked. It worked out. Like I said, um, once I once once I um, once I talked to that man, everything everything just kind of broke loose, and I was a lot more comfortable with helping people, praying to people, and talking to people.
0: So for those of you who sowed into this trip, you sowed into a reluctant minister. I just want you to know that. <laughs> I was but so... you also sowed into the strategic plan of God. Yeah. <laughs> for, for, for correcting that. No, 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 no. We're all, we're all out of time no, 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 no. now. We'll have to yeah. pick up on the next broadcast. We're all out of time now. <laughs> Don't you love the Lord? Oh, glory to God. I tell you what. Uh, we're going to pick this up on uh, part two here and next next time so until then this is ryan
1: and david and david
0: <laughs> <laughs> having fun and uh we'll uh we'll we'll catch you on the next time and don't forget though between now and then that jesus, jesus is lord, lord.